0: Oh wow, you're a a special unicorn then.
1: This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Room Ashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Three, two, one, clap. Oh no, wait, we did it wrong. You guys are in the same room. Three, two,
2: one,
3: clap. Oh that was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> nailed that one. How are we wrong? <laughs> F&A guy nailed it. Right.
2: It's my fault. It's okay. It's not.
1: Good evening, craft beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast, the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft brew and geek new. I, together, oh, didn't like that. It's like well. geek brew singular.
0: Singular. <laughs> one sort of brew, one new, yeah. one I new. I <laughs> don't know what that is. Just
1: one. Does news always have to be multiple things? I, mean, I don't know. Doesn't. Not today. It's it could, a genuine question. It could not be, today. be today. one. One new. Okay. Well. Thing. One brew. One new. You know <laughs> that's,
0: what? To that's do. the news. No <laughs>
1: oh, there we go. Who's that strong, booming mo- boy on the microphone there, Mister Laspin? How are you? Heyo, doing fantastico.
3: Sweet intro, bro. Good, good,
0: good, good. Uh, Mister Eye I- Guy, how are you? Oh, I, ew, yeah, habu. Very good. All habu, the, <laughs> You don't all say. All the ins and all the ins and outs and all the things between. Let me tell you that. I thought you were reading a Dr. All Seuss right. book for a second there. I was like, hi, yahoo! <laughs> you can't Dr. say Dr. You... Seuss anymore. No, I'm kidding. But All yes, right. I'm doing great, Donnie. Thank you for asking. And I always love being here with you guys. Speaking of
1: Dr. Seuss,
2: back by Populator Man. Hello, Chet. Hey, big Dr. Seuss fan here. Happy to be back. <laughs> Seuss head over here. Yeah, Seuss, Seuss to the left, Seuss to the right. Am I right? <laughs> More of a Seuss hat. Yeah. <laughs> well Green eggs eggs, my (laughs) ass. I'm
3: not reading that book. Not again. (laughs) Green eggs in my (laughs) ass. Not again. Worst (laughs) thing ever. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Uh,
1: All right. Well, we always start off with our famous segment um, What are you drinking? What are you going to drink? Uh, Mr. Lossman, do you have a good one here? Because I actually, if you want, for once. I can I can lead us off because you were gracious yes. gracious enough to slide me one of these bad boys. The uh Doctor Juice. I haven't even tried it, my man. This is a full beer
0: here. Yes, sir. Go for oh, it. The Doctor mm. Juice along with the Dr. Seuss. Uh, <laughs>
1: Chet, can you describe this as the as the <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> Don't Yes? I don't have
2: a Doctor Juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Well, I only had one. There God. was only
2: one Doctor Juice. I meant He's drinking it. He's drinking it. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Sure.
3: (laughs) No, I don't
1: care anymore. Yeah, full audio for that. That's fine. It's very crushable. It's very juicy. It's, it's a juicy, it's a juicy hazy for sure. Dry hops, about 6%-ish, uh, papaya, passion fruit, blood orange. Like you said, last man, it's all there. It is really part of the, the whole package in terms of a juicy. What can you say? Um, it's particularly like dank smelling, as in like it's very hot forward on the smell, but um, but the taste is not overbearing at all. Um, it's just really juicy.
3: It's very good. It is a good time. I was happy to share one with you, but I only shared one with you because I wanted the rest.
1: Yeah, and I could have shared it with Jed actually, but uh, <laughs> but
3: real dick <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Well, he brought he brought something else, which we'll get into in a second. But um, but yeah, no. So, um, in terms of a juicy. The hazies, it is literally just fits the description on par. The can, like you said, it is pretty cool. Parish Brewing, um, yeah, Louisiana, you know, makes good beer too. Uh, I love the um, the Andy Gator and that kind of stuff that comes right out of old um, Abita, old Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, Abita's good. Um, not not bad. It's just it's juicy. It's too par for Louisiana to have a, an East Coast or I'm sorry, a West Coast IPA. Uh, the hazies, they're pretty good, so I like it. I like it a lot. Very good recommendation. It's it's heavy in flavor, but it's light like in mouthfeel and it doesn't linger, which is always great. Sounds so, great. Yeah. Love it.
3: It's very yummy. I'll I'll see if I can score well, some more.
1: Yeah, see if you see if you can find some, and if not, um well if, if you can just go next and then we'll we'll kick it over to Chet, because Chet actually brought a couple that we can talk about um recently. So
3: Yes sir. uh oh gosh, I just need to get the, the can for it. Okay. Uh, okay, so I have the uh, Elysian. I bought, like, a variety pack of Elysian. And I have the Contact Haze.
0: Ooh.
3: And uh, it's a, it's actually a hazy IPA. Uh, and it mm-hmm. was really good. It didn't hit me with too much of the juicy. Like, not that Starburst, like, you bite into it and you're like, oh my god, like, this is out of control. <laughs> like, it uh, it was, yeah, I guess I'm on a hazy kick. Uh, that's on me. Um, but, no, this one was very smooth. It was very drinkable. Um... Uh, it's got a bit of like uh, citrus in it, in my my opinion, but nothing bitey. Uh, again, and that juice was just uh, it was very subtle, so uh, very drinkable, as you said, smashable, I believe, um, crushable, crushable, whatever. That's it's made up, but yeah, uh, no, it was very good. I liked it. Uh, highly recommend it. And then it came with a couple others, or rumshim. Sorry, it came with two other beers. Um, and, uh, highly recommend came to the space dust need say not more about the space dust. Cause everyone out there should already be loving the Elysian space dust. But the other one that I have, thanks to was... Matt Damon, we got it. His
1: movie kicked that franchise off. Yeesh. Uh,
3: but the other one, uh, is a, all. it's called the super fuzz and I'll make it brief on this one. The super fuzz blood orange, uh, it's a blood orange pale. So very, uh, also very good. Also very subtle. Um, I don't drink a lot of like, uh, pale ales, but, uh, easily drinkable, not, uh, uh, nothing crazy. I liked it. See, so yeah, I
1: think conse- consecutively for like episode 37, 35, something like that. And then 36 or 37. Um, I tried those back to back too, cause I also got the, um, the, uh, variety pack. Mm-hmm. One of them I didn't like. You said it was hot. It was what was it? It was fuzz, and it was the, what was the other one? The it first was, one you had?
3: Um, hot fuzz and contact haze, I believe.
1: See, contact haze. I think I didn't love, but I thought the fuzz was fine because it was it was orange. It was different. It wasn't it wasn't just a, a hazy, which I'm really, frankly, besides this one, besides the the you know the awesome beer that you got me, the the juice. It was. I'm kind of getting out of hazy, but we are hopping back the summer, so I'm sure it's going to come right back. So yeah,
0: um, oh yeah. Which you can't tell right now in April in Florida, with it being like 60 degrees when you wake up and go outside. But still, it is summer. Summer is coming.
1: <laughs> summer is
3: coming. That's fine. Yeah. I can take it's time.
2: Yeah. So, Chet, what'd you bring? <laughs> I have a Cigar Cities Invasion. It's a tropical pale ale. It's got hints of mango and tangerine. But it is neither dank nor crushable. Um, it's a little more on the crisp side, but... After that description, I kind of wish I had a Doctor Juice, um, <laughs> but it's still not a bad beer. No, what I noticed it's also was- made for marauding, pillaging, and pirating. So uh, good to know. Um, great to broadcast on pirate radio. I know some.
1: Yeah. I know some people that like the pirate. I'm doing two of those three things later this evening, so it's great. Sure. Yeah. We not going to say which ones. Was um, <laughs> <smells like>, wait, <laughs> but no, no. no. Um, he bought, actually, Then we, we got Invasion, and then we also had um, the Florida Man, which is their Belgium, right? The Cigar City makes. We've reviewed that so many times, but man, going between those two beers, like on a Saturday or like a Easter Sunday or Easter weekend, which is what it was, man, it was nice. They just like little tropical fruit, little Belgian, but not overpowering. Like, it was nice to have those two. Like, if you were going to have two craft beers side by side, it was a nice compliment to just go back and forth because the styles were so very different but they're also you know uh there wasn't like a stout and like a light beer or something it was very very uh complimentary but the tropical part of the invasion is what i really forgot because when people say what, what's your favorite cigar city i'm always like oh hi i love High lie and then i go for the other stuff like you know hanapu and other stuff that, that's that's come out since then so it's it's kind of been hard to say but i haven't had an invasion in a long time and I feel like for a tro- when they say tropical pale ale, they really do nail it. Like, it's, it's almost got a little pineapple. It's almost got a little juice. But like Chet said, it's not juicy. It's not the hazies, right, that we're talking about now. They're kind of, you know, irritating at, at times when there's so many of them. So um, I really love it. But, yeah, I think that, that's a great beer. It's a really good beer. Awesome. So.
3: Nice. And Ryan, you didn't bring anything exciting, did you?
0: No, but I will tell you, um, and I was thinking about maybe saving it for the end of the show, but what, you know, the segment is, what are you drinking and what do you want to drink? And this weekend, uh, which, what's today, the 7th, no, the 6th of April, Sixth. But this coming weekend, uh, I'll actually be in Nashville for a couple of nights, and one of the places that I have, it's it's not my weekend, I'm just, I'm, I'm going up for, uh, for a birthday extravaganza, so it's whatever that person wants to do, but um i put on my list i'm going to try to get to the black abbey up there in nashville i don't know if you guys have been there um i don't been think I, nashville once
1: or twice i don't
0: think i've ever had any of their beers so i don't know if they're just in distribution but they just looked like they had a really cool theme i want to try some of their uh beers i think they mostly specialize in you know belgium abbeys and things like that so i'm interested um if you haven't you know googled them before check out the black abbey their their story is pretty cool and, uh, yeah, so I might even do like, uh, impromptu, you know, uh, recording, you know, just get a flight, maybe record my, my reactions, maybe even try to see if I can talk to some of the brewers. You never know what I might do. So stay tuned for that. And I'll You don't, it. you don't know what you'll do. You don't know what I'll do when I do it until I, Ryan, do. <laughs> Ryan you should know what you're doing <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> out of everyone I, else. Maybe I always know. say this: I make plans to get somewhere, and then whatever happens after
3: that is completely spontaneous. That, that worked out really well for that guy in that terminal movie, where he was stuck in an airport for years. <laughs> well, okay, well,
2: you know, it's Tom Hanks. He, he, so. he, he chose <laughs> He's to fine. live. He chose to He's live. <laughs> <life>. <laughs> he didn't have the curves.
0: <laughs> he chose to live that life, and it worked. I remember correctly. It didn't out work
1: out first. so well for Grizzly Man, though, if you remember that one. He didn't have a plan either. What happens when you hug those bears? Maybe they'll eat you. That's what happened. Oh. <laughs> sometimes Hunger they eat you. Hunger bears. Sometimes, Bear, sometimes you live in an airport.
0: You never know their own. how life shakes out if you just show up.
3: <laughs> All right. Well,
1: that's
0: the motto we're trying to get across. <laughs> uh, right. All right. So we're
1: moving on. We have a lot of stories. We have like a ton of stories. I don't know if you guys saw the notes, but they're they rich. Rich with stories. Only because I don't know what it was, but there's been like there was no news. And then, literally, in the last like four days, there was a ton of news. So, <clears throat> the first story, Ryan, is for you. Mm. And as we move into to our beer news section, we have two good stories here. But Ryan, your boys, yep. your boys at Mad, your boys at Mad Beach are are expanding the market into St. Pete, and they purchased. You know, this is a hyper local story, so anybody outside of, like, St. Pete, uh, St. Pete in, in Tampa Bay area really won't have anything to do with this, but I think it's cool because Mad Beach is from where, Ryan? Aren't they from, like, the other coast?
0: No, uh, Madeira, Treasure Island, you know? Okay,
1: so they're not far. So they're, they're yeah. just Treasure Island. Okay, so yeah, so that's, that's not John's that pass, bad. That's almost you know. like, yeah, 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 it's like north of St. Pete and Clearwater, which is, which is not far at all, but, the, the cool thing is this is going to be a big facility for them. And it seems like it's going to be a restaurant bar tap kind of like what, um, Tam Brewing Company did recently, what Br- Big Storm has done, you know, pretty recently. Um, there's a bunch of breweries that are going this route and I think it's really cool. So I didn't want to spend a lot of time on it. Obviously, you know, pandemic is hard to open a restaurant and stuff and they probably won't be open for two years, but, but this, this new location, um, purchased by Mad Beach. Uh, you know, in St. Pete, quick thoughts. We can go around the horn and, and then we can jump right in the next story. But I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think it's 7,600 square foot, which is huge, but it was last sold for one point. or was listed for 1.6 million, which is a lot of real estate for that. So I, that seems like Mad Beach is A, doing well, B, got good investment and C, gonna like grow their, their kind of foothold, which is, which is exciting. Cause you love the product so much. You know, Ryan I, you always have
0: and and you're absolutely right I actually uh, coming up in June it's you know what gonna be my birthday I've already got an Airbnb book down there right in John's Pass and I'll probably be at Mad Beach at least three of the four nights that I'm there Mad Beach Brewing there's actually a Mad Beach like bar beneath there not to be confusing but I was excited when I saw this article I it did it popped up in my Facebook feed because I I followed them and I was like wow that's that's really actually spectacular I'm happy for them. They make amazing beer. the The Yam I Yam is still one of my favorites. Um, you always talk about that. One. I, I really do. I mean, you what know. do you think
1: so unique? I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. But what do you think so unique about
0: them? It's like when when you drink, you know, my Jalapeno IPA. You know, it's really not something that you can get anywhere else. It's a little piece. You know what I mean? That's what I think makes craft beer really fun is when a brewery has one or two beers where you can't really have them anywhere else. And they've got some other really cool beers. Plus, their food is really amazing, too. You know, I don't recommend going there and eating your own portion. I do recommend going there, you know, and trying everything and sharing it because it, it can be quite filling. Like, you look at some of their pictures. I mean, that some of their burgers are like this big. I don't know how you can, you know, drink the whole night and eat a, a burger that's you know as fat as your hands, uh, stacked high. But I think their their food's great, their atmosphere is great, the beer's great, and I'm happy for them. Plus, their energy as owners, and I've met them a couple of times. You know, they're just really really down to earth people, and they care about their customers. They care about uh, bringing you great beer. So to see them opening up, you know, on the other side of the uh, the bay. I think it will be a good way to capture the audience that maybe doesn't always have the ability to travel to say treasure Island or Madeira beach. Um, and then, you know, put them in down there where, where there's a bunch of other breweries that are in St. Pete. So I think that's really cool. Plus that'll allow for more tourists, whenever that starts happening to, to really, you know, try their beer. So, uh, the more locations you can have, if you're able to do it, I think is a really spectacular thing. If you're a craft beer brewery. And like you said, Donnie, uh, you know, uh, not just, you know, Tampa Bay but a few other places have multiple locations. I'm excited. I know I will go there as soon as it opens. And uh, I, I think it'll be the same vibe, same feel.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think the point of what I was trying to say was I get it that like multiple locations is helpful, but like expanding when you, when you put a footprint down of like a brewery slash restaurant, you know, tap house, tap room and restaurant, that's, that's when like you really get into some different, Shit, I think because having locations is one thing, like a franchise model, but but having locations that are eight thousand square foot, like that's a lot. Huge. That's a big, that's a big undertaking. Because I've seen breweries that are um, successful in a, a, a lot smaller of a spot.
0: Well, maybe they're gonna gear up towards getting into some distribution because I don't know where I can actually get any mad beer. I don't beer. think you can. Yeah, maybe if I'm I not at the can. brewery itself. So that's a good sign for them. And that's I think that's kind of the model, and I'll have to.
1: Cause see, Tampa Bay Brewing Company had always had distribution before they had the restaurant. Big Storm was founded with with distribution in mind before they had the restaurant. So it, it will be very interesting to see Mad Beach and how they do this because they're not a nationwide name. I don't think they even have left the state. I don't think you can get them if you're not buying kegs, like a um you know brew situation where you're basically a, a growler bar or something. I don't I don't think they exist beyond that. So. Um, but I'm excited for any beer that we think is like good or you think is good or anybody does really. If it's great and it's a small brewery, I'd love to see the expansion. So this just gives me hope that, that there is expansion coming for craft beer. And I
0: that.
3: Like that. Last man, have you been to Mad Beach Brewing before? I don't think I have. No, but okay. I was excited to hear that this was coming to that area. Um yeah, won't
1: we'll be far from my house. That's what I'm talking about. Wee, Yay! <laughs> Sorry about the melting pot going away, well, though.
0: And here, <laughs> do you you, love the melting pot. You know, 20,000 people follow them on Facebook alone. I don't know what their Instagram looks like, but that's 20,000 people. That's a big... That's yeah. huge, you know.
1: Because you got to admit that's local if they don't have distribution. That's all local. That's like, fantastic. Again, that's, so Mad Beach may be showing up, man, the next couple years here. Let's see.
0: They make great beer.
1: National distribution. They might join here or something cool like that. We'll see what happens. Or Brewhub, that. Yeah, brew hub. Brewhubs. Yeah, alright. Anyway, we're not getting that. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Any any thoughts on that? Happy to see a local brewery. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Next story. Next story we got. I sent you guys um, earlier today, literally told you the news is kind of breaking early, but a home brewing video game is coming to Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch next year. How exciting is that? very i don't know very i don't know you guys into the simulator games like what i've heard is they're insanely insanely um calming like there's one that you you are basically flipping houses right and so you you as a video game person you go in house is filthy you got to clean it up with your hands this is in vr you 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 redo things and like oh my god it's it's so relaxing
2: because i just cleaned this up but i sold it for a hundred thousand dollars more in you have to f- knock out the wall between the kitchen and living room to give it a more open concept I think. <laughs> <laughs> gotta put in a couple of barn doors because that was cool then i don't know if it's still cool now but mm, all right. this reminds me of order up on nintendo switch if you've ever played that it's been yes! on
1: several other games before then uh, yeah right. yeah. Just, but that's part of the distribution models They, i think oh no sold out so like I don't know who it is that that is actually this distributor is called sold out, but it's being developed by um A-Roch Digital. Uh oh. And um I reached out to them to see if we can get a demo copy, so we'll find out. But it comes out in 2022. Um basically, you know, it's 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 off the premise of the fact that a lot of major breweries like Sierra Nevada, Dogfish Head started with folks in their garage home brewing and they tote that there's nine thousand American breweries today, which is true, I think. <laughs> I think it's more like 8,500 that have survived the COVID or or whatnot. But, um, it's, it's pretty neat because it's, it's, if you, if you're a person that doesn't have the space, doesn't have the time and you want to mess around with it and, and like Chet and I are into a big VR fishing game on Oculus right now. Don't do a whole lot in it except, you know, reel and fish every now and again, but it's fun and it's relaxing and it kind of makes you, you know, just like take yourself out of your work day or whatever it is. And I think this kind of thing would do the same the same kind of thing, so it's all good. Two problems: mm. one, you don't get to drink the beer afterwards, but maybe you've made a pretty decent recipe and it was a fun time. The best part is that you don't have to clean anything up, and that's the worst part of it <laughs> after you get done actually making beer is cleaning it up because that takes equal amount of time as it does to brew it, <laughs> so yeah, just my opinion but
3: it's a shame they can't pair with like a company like Pico Brew or something like that, like from back in the day, and be able to be like, "Oh, you made it in the video game," and then they just like send you the gear and they just, like, well, just pop it in. it in. Hit the start button. Hey, go.
1: There's a chance we could make that happen actually because you can now custom make your own recipes for Pico. If I can talk to the developer and get an export of that, maybe that could happen. That would be crazy. That
3: would be cool. You'd be like, "You did it in the video game. Now try it in real life." Don't burn it. <laughs> like, I don't know.
1: It would be interesting. It'd be really it interesting. Really but, but if I'll, anybody can pull I'll keep that keep off,
0: thinking. I know it's Donnie. <laughs> well, I am a bit of
1: a talker, but <laughs> 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 we'll see. We'll see if we can make that happen. Um, I just thought it was cool because I've seen what vacation simulator job simulator. There's a pizzeria simulator. There's like a just a day job, whatever thing. There's all these simulators office simulator office simulator. Yeah. There, there, but there isn't one like this. And I think this is really cool. So somebody was like, Hey, there's, there's something you can do that will make these, this very niche group of people feel better. Right. Like I said, it's kind of like calming and it's like, Oh, this was just relaxing to do um i don't know people think that you know the sim city and stuff that's what it is you build a city and then you're just kind of like managing they might like that so i don't i have no idea from from the video that you guys saw but what do you think of this thing off the cuff
0: i mean at first i i because I, I think i i did see this as well show up in my feed the other day i may have even shared it um if i if maybe i maybe i thought to but i didn't either actually way.
1: Yeah, you keep talking. I'll find out who did because the reason I saw it was a person oh, in our Facebook group. I know group, who. It was. Our craft reason, uh, Ryan. It was yeah, Ryan, Ryan in our Facebook group.
0: Kevenator, as I like to say. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the thing is. I, so thank I, you for that, Ryan. Yeah, Appreciate yeah, it, buddy. Thank it was, you, Ryan. It was a good keep story. It. We should get some drinks sometime. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I, I did. I watched the video. My first reaction was, "Oh, this is just you know simulation," or you know, I was even thinking, "What are the." Garage band, guitar band, whatever that is, where they're you know, not really guitar hero, not really learning how to play the guitar, just learning how to press Mm -hmm. a couple buttons. Now, evidently during COVID, just side note, I've seen videos pop up where people are getting literally paid to play those you know guitar hero type things. Anyway, side note. So going back to this, that's that was my first reaction, but then I was thinking more like open minded, Ryan, be open minded. What if you're, you know, just thinking about it, or maybe it's a passion, or maybe you're a young guy, you're playing video games, and you just want to, and maybe you can't actually buy any brewing equipment yet. Maybe you're like 16, 17 years old, because I think there's an age limit to where you can actually buy grains to make beer. I I don't know for sure. I could be wrong. But maybe you think that that might be a passion of yours. It could just expose, like, the younger generation that is into video games. Learn the brewing process. And then, you know, read the uh read the instructions, create different recipes. Obviously you can't drink it, but just the ability to kind of gauge what goes on to making beer, I thought was the cool part of this simulator, to where then maybe somebody's like, hey, I've got this cool recipe that I've brewed on here. And I think it even, you know, lets you check like how well you, you did based on um uh you know your your beginning gravity and your 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 ending gravity, things like that. So if you're trying to obtain certain gravity, you can you can test that through this game. And that's where I started thinking about it and I was like, okay, maybe this will transition more people into wanting to actually learn how to brew, you know, and and that's where I found like this could be valuable to a select niche few, but yep, it could be fun.
1: Yep. See. So, question to you both, you and Lalsman. Oh. Um, when was the last time you guys played mini golf? Uh, well, I
0: play real golf, so <laughs> real it's, golf is mini golf they're the same probably about golf. two years
1: one's just smaller same.
0: Yeah. <laughs> about two years I mean, lost technically yep. every time i land on the green it's mini golf from there mini golf, golf right three putt let yeah, yeah, see mini golf
1: okay so what i'm the whole point is that that i believe you ryan i'm with you on the same like mindset but again chet and i um, <clears throat> working together in this co-working space here down the street and uh we at four o'clock every day we we just take a break and play a little mini golf didn't think much of it until I played four different mini golf courses and realized that, that it does actually help. Like it helps to practice. It just helps to practice. It's not the same. It's not the same thing, but like if you can get the, the, the gist of it down, you know, it kind of does help to say, I'm looking at the hole. I know where I got to go. What kind of power am I thinking about? I mean, it didn't hurt. That's for sure. And we're doing the same thing with fishing. So like, I just think that seeing it, playing it, and then doing it in real life—I think it all kind of ties together. So, um, I I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah, Yeah, I I think there
2: needs to be a twenty-one and over version where they also sell you a home brewing kit, right? (laughs) Get through the practice, let's actually put that into practice and make some beer.
1: And I think it'd be—I think Ryan, you're onto something—if they could actually do it, where it's like, oh, you put in two, you know, two grams of this, a pound of hops, a pound of this, a half pound of that, and this is what you came up with. I think that's a thing. And I think that could be a thing. And I think you could do this as a virtual if it was accurate enough, right? Like how I have no idea what it takes to make a video game, but you'd have to like be able to figure that out where like it and I'm I'm sure it's not hard to like if I boil it for a minute longer, what happens to it really? Or two minutes longer? Because as a home brewer, which you've done, you know, dozens of batches, you know that if you have it on the the boil for five minutes plus, than it should have been, it will change the recipe. Absolutely. Right. It could, it could do disastrous things. So, I mean, I started um,
0: small on the stovetop. This is a, and, and for me, like this could be also another way for people that maybe aren't into reading a lot. Like maybe they're not scholarly, but they still want to learn to brew sure. beer. They're engaged in this sort of digital world that, you know, transforms them into, hey, let me try to create this on my stovetop. And then you do what I did. And I brewed a, you know, small batch every other yeah. week. And then you start brewing small or larger and larger batches. And before you know it, you're, you know, brewing. And three years later, you're, you're doing the thing. But, um, I think I, I at the end of the video, I was like, this is actually a pretty, Valuable. It's tool. a
1: cool, it's a it's cool, cool idea. Thing. I think yeah. it's a very cool idea.
0: Because I like I said, again, I use guitar here. I don't know how many people that play guitar hero yeah. before they learn guitar. And I don't know how many people, you know, play guitar hero and I was like, oh, I'm gonna transition into playing the guitar because it's not the same. It's more than four buttons. You know what I mean? It's yeah. as
2: close to hands on as you can be without the equipment at this yes. point. Yes.
3: I tell you what would sell me is if there was some sort of DLC where you can just drive a monster truck and run over, like, Girl Scout cookies, because I mean, <laughs> I've heard I've, about I've done that. homebrewers <laughs> doing that, and you could just, it'd Why be like a bring sweet game. you just trash you the neighborhood and just, Trash all the thin mints you can find, oh, and like samoas. you, you <laughs> score hops samoas. when you do it. Like a lot you of you personalized content and, you and can some add. On. Samoa's, and you get hops for your brew, and <laughs> you're like, yeah, <laughs> this is the best.
2: You can make your own merch in the game. Oh yeah,
3: that'd be
2: dope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think there's something there to say. Like I
1: have te- nothing else. Hey, I've made a really good recipe. I'd like to replicate this with a grain bill that I could take to my to my brew house right ryan imagine that if you were like i've always wanted to experiment and these are what you know again i don't know how they would do it but they would be like here are the attributes you can get off of it here's the flavor the mouthfeel, like the gravity the alcohol the you know whatever they could break it all down and then export that as an actual recipe wouldn't that be cool yeah you could just have like on your phone or maybe it's a tweet you know it's just like ready to go and it just had a grain bill and so you could be like hey i'd like to Experiment with this at my own home brewing site, you know, or whatever. I just think there's some possibilities. There, there. is. It's such a weird. It's such a weird thing, but I think it took you know nine thousand breweries nationwide, as they claim, um, to get a video game made for this. When they've made video games for far worse crap, like Among Us and other stuff. No, <laughs> that's just really like very stupid or Fall Guys or whatever. Them. Like, oh no, wrong. I, I played on my. I played on my phone. Wrong. Wrong game. <laughs> You're saying the last, last of, of us. us. Yeah, wrong yeah, That's one you oh, have to finish this. still. Is there gonna be a I way know, to put a, so many painful memories?
3: To put like a bucket on somebody's head and be able to dump a bunch no, of extra that's ingredients.
0: On nope. Alright, <laughs> no. All right, no. Side note, I did get past the hotel in Pittsburgh, so
3: Oh, I haven't gotten there yet.
0: Yeah. It was so scary. I got past that whatever that thing was. But I. You're telling me. in the Please.
3: snow. i Ho- in the snow yet. <laughs> Hotels in Pittsburgh are
0: real scary. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm in like the courtyard. I can't get past all the bad guys. Yet, oh, in so. the game. Got it. Spoiler,
1: yeah. spoiler for the, the Last of Us Part One, oh, which came the out original. four years ago. <laughs> I was gonna say five, probably six. I don't
2: know. Yeah, that's one. a free download. Get on that now and get to Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh get man, I Pittsburgh. paid for it. <laughs> Location, He's right. okay. It's
0: like, hey, you should download this game. and I couldn't even get past the first part. <laughs> the Speaking
1: of guys. video games, as we walk into the geek news section, there's a list of bugs in Cyberpunk 2027. 2077? I forget what it's called now. I haven't touched it in weeks, honestly. But um, there were things ranging from, you know, uh, cars that flew out of nowhere... People's wieners fall out of their pants. Wait, all sorts of stuff. That was so crazy. The game was so broken that the PlayStation <laughs> store still doesn't have it available for you to purchase online. Several of the online stores do not allow you to purchase it. Crazy. That's how bad this game still is. But there's hope on the, or- on the horizon of the massive 1.2 patch that is coming out that addresses 500 plus updates for this poor freaking game so you're i don't know why they even did this anymore at this point if this massive patch that's been more than three months four months old still hasn't came out yet and they just can't figure out how to make this game right i don't get it i think the poor witcher 3 franchise video game if not for henry cavill and the netflix series would be dead right now there's no way that cd project red is making any more witcher games or nothing until they fix this motherfucker and it's not even going to happen until we don't know so I, I just put this in here as a psa but boys neither one of you even played
2: it yet correct
3: no um, i i i was and right on it
2: you, you shouldn't know yeah. most people haven't and yeah. what's What's the download time on this patch? Three days? It's going to be like 100 gigs, I'm sure. It's going to be horrible. It's very Call of Duty of them.
0: The, I'm a little concerned with the wieners falling out of pants. Like that to me. I no, hope no, they, they're
1: patching that. I hope
2: That's what patch that out. now. Buy it now. You can see all the wieners you want.
0: I don't need that. What
2: an incentive.
3: Yeah.
0: What an incentive. Hey, come buy this patch and you'll... Yeah. It, it's, it's
2: it's it's absolutely like
1: batshit crazy that they haven't an A announced it and we're in April. This game came out in November.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's crazy. Um
2: but yeah, that's a little uh... I don't understand how flops like this can still happen. Like I... you don't have test groups anymore. <laughs> nope. That's the crazy thing. This game is bad. It doesn't work. <laughs> No one said that? <laughs> I've said sen- I've signed NDAs. I can't even talk about it. I've
1: I've I've I not anybody important have physically tested two different games, one for Oculus and one for basically a Skyrim Killer. I told you guys about that one. Um but well, go we- ahead and put them in the notes in the comments. <laughs> but we but but like how do we get here? How did we get here at this stage? I think it was it was just a culmination of the tail end of a COVID year, the trying to make profits, they wanted it out by the time the new consoles came out, and they just absolutely screwed the pooch. And you know, I, I bet they was.
0: fix it by 2077.
1: <laughs> 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 I hope so. I hope there's something that happens then because they really screwed the pooch in this one, but I know you guys hadn't played it. there's not a whole lot to talk about, so we can just go ahead and, and, and move forward. Well,
0: we've already talked about it. so maybe yeah.
3: maybe yeah. it'll be like that crappy uh, album service that they used to do. It'll be like instead of now 25, it'll be like, Now, that's what I call That's what I call hits. <laughs> just come
0: out. Now that's it, what like, I call
2: video games. Yeah. Every, every new patch.
3: Every new patch.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the mini games. PlayStation 4, <laughs> preloaded with 20 titles. Now that's well, the, what I
3: call Awful 28. <laughs>
1: well, the funny thing is that somebody took the patch notes and they made uh, the Star Wars crawl out of them. The Star Wars crawl they made out of the patch notes takes longer than five minutes. Aww. So five and a half minutes long plus, and they sped it up. That is far too many things to have patched. In one patch at at four months after the damn game came out. It's absolute insanity. Yeah, true.
0: So, who yeah. did that? I I don't I don't know. I really don't know Someone who, who that really just didn't buy groceries at all <laughs> yeah, Well oh you
1: mean the you mean the Star Wars guy? Yeah, Star who Wars. Whoever put him up there? Yeah. I can make that. It's, it's That wasn't the hard part. The funny part is it took five minutes to get through. The original Star Wars crawls like 15 seconds long. So just imagine that torture for five and a half minutes. Ugh. But whatever.
0: Oh, it would have been great That's... if they threw in like some Holy Grail <laughs> notes too. Like Monty Python. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, speaking of Star Wars, there were a couple of hits here, but we'll go again very quickly. <clears throat> the holiday special, kind of, is coming to um, to Disney Plus. So as of this week. And anybody out there with a the Disney Disney Plus membership. Would see that there's now what's called a Star Wars Vintage Collection. Which has both Ewok movies. The Ewok cartoon movie. The Boba Fett thing that happened same time as the Christmas special. Um, all now on Disney Plus. And I begged and pleaded for Chet and Jenny to watch this. But neither one of them gave me any credit. And I said I just wanted five minutes to watch the Ewok special, and they gave me four minutes and 22 seconds before they made me shut it off.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, I'll step in. There's a reason why these movies didn't air, um, and it's pretty obvious from the first scene. Um, <laughs> the first and second. If you want to go ahead and Google some reviews online, I think you'll see that the 21% is pretty generous um, when it comes to these horrific Ewoks and the way they look. They do look uh, far worse. The top review just said toothy teddies, and that's really all you need to know. It's a <laughs> smiling teddy bear with no facial expression ever, other than having teeth. <laughs> and so that was really generous of them to to bless us with those. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh it's quite bad. You have to you have to like literally adopt your childlike mind and just There needs to be a mystery science theater about it and then you can watch it. Until <laughs> so men don't. So Ryan,
1: I encourage you to to no, get Cora I don't, I don't to watch it. it. I wouldn't. Should be no, like, terrified. Like well, yeah. there's a girl in there's a so the main star of the movie is like a little girl that gets you know stows away in a spaceship, and then she's like the main protagonist. Watch it with your daughter. Don't she's, do that. She's now older than that person. All right, well,
2: whatever. don't torture wait, wait, your daughter. Before it's we fine. move on, I
0: just the way that Chet was reading <laughs> those comments. I feel like he should make his own segment where he just goes on Amazon or YouTube <laughs> <Yeah>. and just <laughs> read He wasn't
1: reading that was from the dome. He just remembered that oh. hardcore because I was trying to convince them to watch it with me. Oh. <laughs> it was just well, a still. very toothy
2: teddy. And <laughs> if people, not, and then when you see the first teddy wait you're to like, okay. To read other
0: people's comments. It's got
2: a big Sorry. grill. Why does it have giant human teeth <laughs> that don't have lips and it just looks at you with, without blinking ever.
1: It's, uh, it is truly terrifying knowing that you have to watch this.
2: You don't have to watch it. That's the key takeaway from uh, this segment is you don't have to watch it. Uh, if you want to venture into any of these, I would probably say maybe the Boba Fett Wookiee cartoon. At least you'll see some like throwbacks to the Mando in there and like how he got his rifle and all that. It but, is equally bad, though. Jim uh, cartoons are way worse, I think. Can, can we call that just,
3: segment that Ryan suggested chat Flicks?
2: yes yeah. hey
3: yeah i
1: would love I would like to hear chat reading people's
0: comments <laughs> copyright louse man
2: 2021 whatever. <laughs> if you say it out loud i think it works for a while
0: oh, just yeah. just do works it start it up chat works and chill, dude. pure gold every time
1: that just sounds like some commentary that we can solicit from the website basically anybody can leave commentary go to go to craftologyradio.com click Click leave us a voicemail in the top right-hand corner. Anybody can leave us a segment. It's great. Oh, but
2: from now on, yes. everyone that Chet leaves will be called Flicks. Yeah. Or whatever said. Sounds like I get to watch my pickings of all the worst films available. So uh, Really excited to dedicate all my time to this.
0: <laughs> I'd love to hear your take on Sharknado. Just, oh, yeah.
2: One, hey, four. at least Sharknado had jubes and porn stars in it. That's true.
0: Well,
1: the one good thing that did come out of these group of vintage Star Wars things they put on Disney Plus is that the original, um, Clone Wars cartoons. So before Clone Wars was a movie, they were like two minutes long, three minutes long, but they were animated in the style of Samurai Jack. Do you yeah. like Samurai Jack, Ryan? Like everybody loves Samurai Jack. Yeah. Nobody was like Samurai Jack is an asshole. Oh, everybody yeah. loved it. Yeah. Very similar. It's, it's not the current, but it obviously in 2000, 2003, very, very current uh, or very uncurrent uh, rendition of that same style. So it's the uh, I think it's Gendy Tartakovsky, something like that. Um, either way, the same guy that made those those uh, early Samurai Jack cartoons made these Star Wars Clone Wars ones, and some of them are intense. Y- you can see how badass Mace Windu is. You can see how bad, how scary General Grievous was these are the cartoons that show it they're not all on there but but most of them are and I think <clears throat> seasons one and two are and they're, they're really good so if you haven't seen them take a look but again as of I think that you know just this week for the first time they're they're actually up there on Disney plus so so check it out I don't know I love them I, I enjoyed it I thought it was a, a good time but I also love the ewok movies but I did watch it last night and it's hard to get through so, yeah. yep. Sounds it.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> he's very upset about this. I don't well, know why he's so National
2: mad. championship game? A movie with Chuck E. Cheese robots from the 70s. <laughs> oh, he still on March Madness. I so made him watch that. <laughs> uh,
3: there's a clear winner there. But we will all know yeah. the brackets. Ewok
2: movie. Yeah, Baylor. They won. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All
1: right. Um, Okay. Speaking of Star Wars, King of Segways here. We're just moving right along. Um, this is the last Star Wars thing I have. It's just that the, we've got basically the cast for the, the Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan Kenobi st- series that's been announced. Really cool stuff. We got a couple, you know, we got Anakin Skywalker there as, um, Hayden Christensen, which is great. Um, we've got a couple of folks from, um, Game of Thrones on here, which would be fine. Joel Edgerton, which is basically the same guy as Uncle Owen. So that was in the prequel. Same exact dude. Uh, and then Deborah Chow, who, who who basically directed two of the highest ranking Mando episodes, is going to do the whole series. So I think that's cool. I think that's all very good. I love it. I like lo- I like Deborah Chow. I want to see. Um, I'll kick it to you guys here to, for your thoughts. But I'm gonna I'm gonna Google who what which episodes exactly she um, she directed. I think it was the Ahsoka episode.
0: And while you're doing that, is Peter Dinklage in there? Just saying. I was a big fan of him in Game of Thrones. No,
1: it wasn't all of the Game of Thrones. It was just those few just um, from an the answer. Game of Thrones. I,
3: I will uh, I will go ahead and go on record and say you buried the lead on the story, Donnie. Um, there's a name. What's the lead? Yeah, well, uh, there's a name on there. Uh, a actor who's actually also a stand-up comedian uh, by the name of Kumail Nanjiani. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he is on there. He is fantastic. Uh, he's absolutely great, and I'm very excited. What was he in? Yeah, I'm sorry?
1: Oh, what, was, what was his character previously?
3: Well, yeah, it wasn't referenced in the notes, but um, because, again, I think this is quite uh, before the actual uh, Oh, yeah, this made. guy. But Camille Nanjiani is one of my favorite comedians, so very excited to see that.
2: He's from uh, Silicon Valley.
3: Yeah, he's from Silicon Valley. He's very funny. Uh, great. Great. Just all the content that he's been in, I've enjoyed on multiple TV shows and whatnot, so... uh, Super excited about that, because I have a feeling he's going to be the comedic relief, uh, and if they reference him this early out, it sounds like on a reoccurring basis. So, Star Wars has a history of that. We've got K2, they've got all sorts of people like that, you know, or robots. If I reference K2 and call them a people, that's fine, Uh, but... (laughs) No, they've got they've got all sorts of reoccurring funny bits, and I feel like that's Kumail to a T. So can't wait to see that.
1: Well, I mean, I think overall it's gonna be great. So Deborah Chow, she based she basically did um for Mandalorian, chapter three of the first season, of The Sins. So basically when when Mando took the child back to um, you know, to the the what Warner Herzog's character, the the guy that was basically p- petitioning for him, or, or was actually trying to hire Amanda for him, and she did chapter seven, which is the one before the chapter that was basically the, the finale of episode of season one. So um the second, it's the seventh episode of season one, and the s- third episode of season one. Which were both good episodes. I mean, Mando went. So the third one was Mando went through when he killed all the stormtroopers inside the facility that he was going to, that he turned Baby Yoda into. That was a really good episode. And so was the seventh one, where basically they were in a bar, remember? And then, um, uh, Gino, what's, what's his name? Gino Esposito, that came down and was like trying to, like, John Carlo was trying to, like, kill them all, like, through, like, the bar that they were sitting in. And he had, like, the, the like, bunch of stormtroopers outside oh yeah before they went down the, the the like lava river it was the episode before that so both those episodes are good if she can do anything like that for this series i think it's going to be awesome of course the cast sounds incredible um so i'm really excited about it i, I think it's going to be uh right up there with with you know some of the best mando that's all we can hope for because the mando right now is the bar in star wars my lot my my, my my view at least like i see it as, that was kind of the best there's some of the best that we've had Plus so.
3: now Kumail Nanjiani's also in Star Wars. This is great. He's canon now, right? I know. I know. I guess. I'm about he could
1: be an alien or a robot, and you never see his face or anything. But oh, so was sad like. Right now. Well, so so it was like um, TV and all those guys that were just like voices and stuff, but still made IG Eleven and those characters so great.
3: Um, the guy who was uh, K two, honestly, that was the gentleman oh, I Alan
1: Tudyk. Yeah, yep, and yep. then you had um. The wrinkly-faced guy that was the little guy that died in the first season of Mando. Uh, what was his name? Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Yeah. So there's a lot of potential there. Either way, like it's not like any character or any like, celebrity you think that has a role there is going to get shafted by any means. They'll, they'll make them shine, and I'm sure they'll play on their strengths. As long as nobody plays a Genie Carrano and, and gets, you know, kicked out, we should be good. Yeah, <laughs> oh, should be just fine for this, yeah. So
3: I thought you were going to, yeah. when you said the little guy, I thought you were talking about Babu Frick. And I was like, nothing better have happened to Babu Frick. I love him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Everybody loves Babu Frick. That was, no, that was, that's the last Jedi, that, or that's the last God, the return
3: of Skywalker. I forget yeah, I'm yeah, It's out point. there. Yeah. I, yeah
1: we, we get it. Just, I'm, I'm trying to get Snyder cut to redo it. That's to read the day Babu
3: day. Frick story? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be dope. I'd watch that shit all yeah. day.
1: The Rise of Skywalker, the Babu Frick story. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to get.
3: The, the Babu Frick cut? That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd watch that. Just, the nonsense. movie's called The Droids Are
2: Ready? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, hey, he ready? It's just him running around fixing droids all day. I'd watch that a thousand times over.
1: Well, speaking of aliens in space and stuff... Um, did you guys see this article about the Bonker space hotel that wants to open in twenty sixteen twenty twenty six?
3: 2026? I did it's only like
1: five years from now. And it's crazy.
3: Yeah. That doesn't sound right, but that's okay. It
1: doesn't sound the hesitation in your voice is really what did it.
3: Yeah. It, it sounds like that's when the next, like, um, uh, I guess. Curvin? No, I was going to say like, it sounds like that's when they're going to do the next, like, um, uh, like, uh, Add on to the st- the actual ride at <laughs> Disney World, <laughs> like the-
1: I just I just yeah. don't see this happening.
2: If it's gonna open, then they have to be building it right now. So where is it? <laughs> it's not. So, show me the first piece of it, and then I'll say, okay, it'll be ready.
3: Jokes on you, chat. Space is big, man. You can make that shit here and send <laughs> it's it. It's not. In. It's not that no. big.
2: This has have to you, be right. Have you outside. seen the image of all the space junk up there? It's actually pretty treacherous. It, it's I horrible, really, and I,
3: I'm concerned that this might be like the next, like it, it might be like space station fire, like that fire uh, festival that didn't really work. Like they're gonna be like, all right, oh, all right, all right. yeah, fire Fest.
1: Well, let me just let me just preface the story, okay? So all first right. off, it's a Ferris Ferris wheel like orbital structure that is being built to offer a luxury like experience in space. Sounds batshit crazy yet again. The Orbital Assembly Corporation has announced plans to begin construction on what can be the first space hotel in 2026. First off, Orbital Assembly Corporation, whatever. How did like a Rosen and them not do this? Oh, I don't know. COVID happened. The, the COVID pandemic actually happened and decimated hotels for an entire year. That's why none of those guys are doing this. First off, the Voyager Station is what it's called. And it's gonna be placed in orbit basically exactly where or nearby where the International Space Station is so that this hotel will just rotate around while the International Space Station does actual work and a bunch
2: of rich ass tourists can just do stuff in space. And then they can come save your ass when something goes awry. Yeah.
1: It's gonna be nuts. Now this is a precursor to, or a postcursor I guess, to the Axiom uh, station or the Axe station that's actually being added to the International Space Station. Now, seats for that, if you wanted to stay at the Axe station or the Axiom station that's going to be attached to the International Space Station before it's decommissioned in the next four years, that's $55 million a person. So, there's that. <laughs> or, you can spend the 2 to $5 million here and uh, spend two nights in this weird space station that I do two not nights. think... Going to account going to ever work out anytime soon? So
0: none of us are gonna be able to go to this place. I hey,
1: might. Don't, I
3: don't know about you. Yeah, guys. don't count yourself I mean, short
0: not ever. But
3: I don't know I'm about going to you Go guys. to this place. I'm probably once it gonna start booking here shortly. Next couple of months. <laughs> You're gonna start booking. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> you know it's that,
1: nuts because it's got. Go ahead. Sorry. I
3: was gonna say that space driving range really fills up quick, man. I want to launch Dude. balls
1: at the moon. <laughs> Why couldn't you not like? You could throw so much crap at that because it would just get sucked up and burned away. It would never do anything. It'd be great, right? Isn't that like the best
3: thing? You're just driving balls at like different like, places. The that Earth, you don't like the Earth. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, I had a bad time in Argentina one time, and you just drive it like, <laughs> use your nine iron, just clobber one in. It's like, ah, this is mean.
1: Well, if you, if you really look at it, every one of these pods, for every two pods, there is a space shuttle that will take you privately back to the Earth. And then in the event of an emergency, there's actually a Elon Musk style, uh, starship that goes in between to take up to a hundred plus folks back to Earth in the event of an emergency for the four tunnels that it takes to get you back to the center there, which I don't know what they're doing about the gravity in that situation. It,
2: none of this seems accurate. It seems like it was an April Fool's joke that just, like, went awry. I think the emergency is a bunch of untrained people going into space <laughs> and then creating the emergency immediately. Oh. Well, we, this we, saw this,
1: we saw this, Ryan, on the very, very um, legitimate <laughs> Rob report. <laughs> Uh, website, but it came out in March. You know, March fourth uh, of this year. So it's not like it was an April Fool's thing. And if you Google it, you can find they actually have a legitimate website. It's not. It's not anything that's like a pipe dream or like complete fake. It's. It's literally a plan that they're actively seeking investment for. They have a plan. They think they're going to be like Elon Musk, where they can be like, oh, we're just going to build a little one. Then we'll build a bigger one within five years in space gotta be shitting me so i, I
2: don't personally see any. you can build or invest if you look at their website orbitalassembly.com i mean if you smoke in your non-smoking room are you ejected into the vastness of space it, i hope so
3: it, there is are a, there a, windows
2: currently no space construction okay so it,
3: it does make sense at a at some point i mean literally at, at some this point, point Well, no, so at this point, you can literally, with enough money, you can just send stuff up to space and have it built up there, and then eventually you can be like, well, I get there soon.
1: (laughs) How? How do we get to that point, though, where you can build stuff up there?
2: No. Can we read you a couple of uh, tidbits of state in space in 2021 and then their solution?
3: (laughs) I mean, please do.
2: Get ready for this. What people put in space, they must build themselves. Our solution, we build a variety of structures and objects in space. <laughs> okay. And there's no other information. <laughs> uh, another one spacecraft are folded up inside a rocket, uh, fairing oh, so and unfurling so in orbit. Their solution, we build facilities for in orbit construction of true spacecraft. Again, haven't said a word. <laughs> Oh, currently no space construction industry. Our solution, we are kickstarting the space construction industry. Okay. Who is the orbital? So that we can profit off it. Yeah. Private citizens are limited to short stays in uncomfortable accommodations. Yes, space tends to be uncomfortable for private citizens. But their solution is that they are developing facilities for long term stays in luxury accommodations in orbit. I just don't see. Is there it. any
3: pet boarding up there? Cause I'm gonna need to put my cat somewhere.
1: Wouldn't that be great if we just yeah. had dogs and cats being up there? Like, I don't know this. <laughs> just shitting and pu- puking everywhere. And like, I'm very seasick right now. Can we go
3: home?
2: It would be great. They're also building multiple destinations for tourists and experiments. So, check. we've all. You know, bring your own out. experiment when you shoot yourself into space in a couple of years. I mean, for it, $5 million it, a seat. It has to start
0: somewhere. Yeah. It has oh, to, to start
2: somewhere. click on invest. Somehow. Give them all your Bitcoin.
0: What better. Place
3: than here. We better time than now.
1: We've all ridden any space other space time, Mountain. and not
2: my money.
3: Yeah, uh, at the end of Space Mountain, you figure out all the places you could have camped, and we've all seen it. So, who's going
2: on the first trip to this? Like, not me. You're not gonna make it back. That'd be a long trip. Oh,
3: it's real bad. I don't, <laughs> it's yeah, I don't, bad.
2: I just
1: don't see this. What
0: they'd be better off just building like a hotel where they can just somehow make it anti gravity, so where you could just float around like you're in space.
2: What happens? It looks like my nephew wrote these descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> YOAC? fuck you. That's why we'll build structures for customers such as NASA and private. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. right. It's a good plan. <laughs> Sounds solid. Give them your money.
3: Are they gonna have like TVs in the rooms? Like, and also, are those TVs gonna uh-huh. play HBO? And then, last question: Are those HBO channels? <laughs> are those, HBO channels, are those HBO, HBO channels gonna have the movie Armageddon? 'Cause like what happens then? Follow-up question,
2: are those satellite channels? Yeah, that's what I
3: was thinking. Are they satellite or cable? Or do they
2: have to beam them up from Earth? Well that's th- a reverse satellite. What's that?
3: They're cable channels. They just run a big long cable over to that satellite. And they go, Yeah, we're here. That's the advantage of being up here. We just go, no, fuck
1: you. Now, they'll have enough they'll have enough room they'll have rooms for two hundred and eighty guests. All of them will required to be undergoing some sort of training. Rob Rob has national
0: enquirer just written all over it. Just it's it's yeah it's whatever bad. That, whatever that tabloid
2: is, I don't I don't says. know. I don't I don't think this is a real thing. Whatever and the fuck that is. Maybe for your next podcast, you can get the ten year old on that wrote all this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really wanted to think
3: about space. <laughs> And me and Tom Holland came up with this idea.
0: This is somebody's science project right here. Seventh grade science project. What we can do. Mr. Stark, can you build this for me? (laughs) First
1: off, I'm dead and canon, kid. Secondly, I'm not a real person. Uh, We had a couple more news stories anyways. All right, we're going to wrap it up here in the next several minutes space boys we're getting, we're about to have a helicopter no we're about to have a helicopter on mars that's crazy let's do that right yep. all about that everybody's pro space helicopter on mars it hasn't left it off yet but they've been talking about it a lot <laughs> that's, i'm trying to i googled it today i was like when is that helicopter taking off on mars like we're not telling you i was like why <laughs> what it <laughs> takes a while i think they're I think they're doing it in secret and they're just waiting for it not to fuck up. And if it doesn't fuck up, it'll be national headlines, I promise you.
3: Yeah, they're doing like half a foot, like they're doing six inch like launches and they're like, oh, no, (laughs) (laughs) like that's what they're doing the first time I
1: flew my drone. (laughs) Yeah, they're going up
3: to like 10 feet and then they're going to be like, all right, we can fly her. Uh, and unfortunately, they're gonna a see drone. Donnie Chet was also involved. And...
1: They're just afraid that they're gonna see air hogs in the bottom of the label. Flips <laughs> upside so. down.
3: <laughs> that would be awesome. What a sweet bird on the rest of the, I mean, <laughs> the <universe. laughs>
2: yeah air hogs. There's air hogs.
3: <laughs> Aliens find that stuff. and They're like, oh, they're like. It plays a guitar hogs? riff every time <laughs> it takes off. <laughs> yeah, they they Google it and they're like, oh, this is this is some bullshit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, these guys aren't serious at all. Nope. Um, and then the last story is um, the Dear Moon Project. So, Ryan, I have one important question for you. Okay. Would you or would you not apply to be one of eight civilians that get a free ticket to the moon for a week Absolutely. to come back? Now, that requires like three years of training, and it will not happen any earlier than 2023. Therefore, any other job that you thought you'd have between now and then you would not be able to have. However, there's a chance that if contracted 2017, which was already years ago, this could actually make a 2021 Starship the feasible kind of delivery mechanism to get these eight folks to to, to, to the moon, not to Mars, to the moon. Would, I would you do it?
0: I wouldn't want to just do it with you know f- for myself. I would want to also get if I could, if she was older. I would want to take Cora with me to go through that training because she loves the moon and that's
3: why I would do it. Yes, wait, 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 absolutely. You immediately hit it with a plus 1. You're like, "What? Well, it's going to be salads."
1: Eight seats, right? We can have two? Is
2: yep. that cool? <laughs> I know the guy. To... Okay. <laughs>
0: hey, you asked the you asked the, the the question. I'm just saying, I would definitely do it. I wouldn't want to go alone because I know my little beautiful girl would love to go too and see the moon. Oh, so yes. If it was yeah. a yeah, you know, if it was a if there was a return trip involved,
3: I would do it in a heartbeat if I could afford it. What happens if you had to fly standby on the return trip? <laughs> I
2: mean...
3: <laughs> yeah, they're just Either like... Uh, yeah, coming back, 20, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> you gotta take the spirit flight like, back. Baby girl, We're gonna see the moon tonight
0: and really close. Maybe All the craters.
3: Yeah, maybe <laughs> for a long time. I don't even know. No one knows.
0: I would absolutely do that. Yes, Donnie, I would. Now, is it gonna happen? No, because it happened in 2017. Those people are... Training right now? No, 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 no. What I oh. said is
1: the the Starship started testing in seventeen. Oh, just for now, which has not been a lot of time to test. Speaking of a guy who likes to have ex- experimental testing have its full course, I'm just saying, like, it is. They, they, in fact, the the applications have closed.
0: Oh well, that, I mean, that'd be an experience, you know, well lived. So that's totally worth
1: it. Yeah, it would be interesting unless it was short lived.
3: <laughs> well,
1: which, lived which a is happy also. Life.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it w- yeah it would also be interesting if you like did that instead like maybe you were like having a couple drinks and you were like ah yeah i'll just apply to this and then like you <laughs> and actually like, Wait, to do you're, it you're, you're like i didn't pre-order olive garden i don't and, like i actually went i to don't the, think that's how I it works to go to the moon.
1: don't think that's how it works uh
3: is this not. as
2: prestigious as the space force or less <laughs> because you're not quite military Only if level they're taking
0: wrenches <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh jeez!
0: I'm glad well, Check got that reference. I, I got it. else did. Okay, good. Mm-hmm.
1: I think I think I do. Like I've got I've got to compute ranges. my circles <laughs> that actually applied for this. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens, but. Um, I was not one. I, I I would love to go to the moon. I don't think I'm going to anytime soon, but we'll see what happens. So, um,
2: <laughs> not without those stunks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I need my Bitcoin to jump up <laughs> quite <laughs> oh, a bit. Geez. So, boys, um, anything else before we close out this evening, Mr. Lousman? Yeah, good. All right. Well, in that um, in that case, um, Mr. Lousman, where can the good kids find
3: you? I can be found at Mr. Lousman on Twitter. Uh, always a good time. I try and chime in when I can, and sometimes I don't.
2: Um, Chet, where can we find you? Uh, that's just, uh, Cheddar Bob on the Groms, and, uh... Just want to say what a pleasure it was joining your your guys' podcast for three episodes. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten really everything out of the state of Florida that I can, mm. including the sweet sweet Johnson and Johnson vaccine. <laughs> um, if you want my reviews on that, my arm hurts. Getting some body aches right now. A little bit delirious, but you know, mostly feeling pretty stoked about the future. If you see me on the street, come shake my hand. Come spit my mouth. It's all good now. Do whatever you want. I don't care anymore.
0: (laughs) Johnson and Johnson approved.
2: I got that J&J, baby. Let's fire up. After this fever goes away, we're good. We're there. Oh, no.
0: That's a riveting review.
1: I'm just kidding.
2: I don't have a fever yet. It's fine. He doesn't have a fever. Ryan, where can
1: the giggings find you?
0: Uh, Well, how do I follow that? (laughs) Uh, you guys get five V, of course, at the craft uh, brews and craft brews geek news Facebook page. Sorry about that, and also the uh, fantasy brews podcast where we talk about all the uh, upcoming twenty twenty one NFL uh, draft. You know, fantasy drafts, all that good stuff that's going into that, and um, on Instagram at ryeguy underscore guy eight one three. So come on at me.
1: Excellent. And um, you can find me at the uh, Craftology Radio on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube as well. So please do check us out. We post videos, like I say, um, I think once every couple of weeks or so. Um, they are uh, mixed. We we do a lot of stuff on YouTube that we don't do anything else. We also do Twitch streams. And we, we play some games together occasionally, but mostly it's highlights. that get on the YouTube channel. So if you like the banter you hear here, just wait. Just wait until you hear a bunch of us getting drunk and playing video games. It's a lot more fun. Check us out there. But like Ryan said, the Facebook group um, Craft Brews and Geek News is where you can find most of us. And again, thank you to Ryan K. for this. Um, the article suggestion about the uh, the video game that is about brewing beer. Uh, very exciting stuff. We've got a couple other of those coming through. Um, suggestions wise there's a dnd video game for oculus quest that's coming out we're desperately trying to um, work with that developer to get a review of that one out at least early before launch which is going to be happening the next month or so so um, super exciting stuff but if you guys are enjoying the content please let us know do leave a like comment subscribe let us know what we can do for you and as we say at the end of every podcast episode mr lausman one of
3: these days, Donnie. Pow! Five million dollars later, straight to the moon. woo Very relevant. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> night, y'all.
1: You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews, and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network